Hello and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Legion of Sports. Fresh off of a five-star performance from early MVP candidate Russell Wilson, who, believe it or not, has zero, zero MVP awards in his entire career. Guess who has more? His teammate Bobby Wagner and the ever unreliable Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I, didn't I, I mean, didn't I tell you last week? I mean, I have no faith on Derek Carr. Uh, you know, despite how well he performs, I mean, he, he he'll give you his better, better, worst game in the playoffs. So it's surprising, you know, someone who, someone of Russell Wilson has more career MVP votes than uh, Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. But is that word likely to be over? Let's find out later in the show. But first, let's start in the Premier League itself, where defending champions Liverpool brushed off challenge of high spenders Chelsea with a brace from Senegalese forward Sadio Mane. So Avi, is this a statement win or is it just a, let's just say, overshadowed by red card win? Oh no, I mean, if you watch the game, Liverpool were, I mean, like we said, I think uh, in the previous podcast, both the teams were going to be a little cautious just mm-hmm. to see how the other team is going to play out. But I mean, Liverpool was just world class. I mean, they just did everything right in that game. I mean, you can argue the red card, but it was just, you know, uh, something that fueled Liverpool uh, uh, into uh, scoring more goals. Yeah, they were at their fluid best. They were more like the team that they won the league by storm last year, weren't they? Although you could say that uh, the red card kind of changed the complexion of the game. But listen, they were, they were uh, you know, ahead of, the, ahead of Chelsea um, in terms of position, in terms of, uh, you know, threatening the opponent's goal, everything. It was just a matter of time before they scored, and you know, uh, being a one man ahead definitely helps. Yeah, I mean, if you're going going up, up against someone like Liverpool, you better keep in mind, uh, especially your defenders, not to make challenges like that. Uh, that mm-hmm. was a stupid of uh, uh, Christensen to go over. Uh, what was it, Sadio Mane? Oh uh, yeah, Sadio Mane, yeah. who yeah. had a so, brace. Yeah, I think Chelsea just, uh, you know. Uh, put an axe on their own foot uh, rather than Liverpool just, you know, uh, taking the control of the game. And a uh, well-taken goal by Sadio Mane for the first. Uh, talking about, uh, you know, uh, making your own uh, holes in, in your defense, it was keeper Ariza Balaga. Man, let's just leave him alone, shall we? The guy uh, is just, it's just at the lowest of his career. I, I, I don't think he's going to cut at, at Chelsea, and I don't think all the pressure. He needs to go back to at least, I think... Spain um, for the for the best of his career. He's still a young guy. He's he's got great talent. Otherwise, he he wouldn't be here at Chelsea. He just needs confidence boost booster, and uh, I I don't think it's at Chelsea. It's it's not happening. And uh, the imminent signing of Edward Mendy won't help him either. Yeah, uh, I mean you know, Kepa man, uh, the worst uh, goal to save ratio in Premier League for as a as a goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But you know the second goal that he gave away. Uh, I mean, did you watch Sadio Mane run? He was outside the D box. He lost mm-hmm. the ball, and he was chasing it all down. Mm-hmm. And and you know his dedication towards it absolutely uh, gifted, gifted that goal to him. But you know, his, Kepa, his I mean, that, yeah, Kepa, you cannot do that. Um, yeah, Frank Lampard. <laughs> Um, I don't know what the team talk was in the locker room after that game, but uh, yeah, I don't they, see yeah, they, I don't they, see him starting again. Uh huh. They need to do the all or nothing documentary, especially focused on keeper. Um, you know, Sadio Mane, work rate 110, 120% every time. Such a great player. Not just talented, just his hard work, diligence, just outclasses everyone. Um, but having said that, keeper just he should just walk it away. I mean. You can't you can't play any passes like that, especially in front of a goal, uh, and and you're the last man. But um, overall, can we just say Liverpool are still the team to beat? Yeah, I mean, you know, you you the only way you're gonna lose title uh, if you give it away. So as far as as I'm, I'm I'm concerned, they still got six points out of the two games that they played. So uh, you know, it's not why uh, break something which is not it's even not broken, broken. So. And and there is still and good news for liberal fans is they are not at their fluent best yet. So best is still to come. And despite not playing your 100%, keep you know you keep winning. That's the best habit you can get. Anyways, uh, for Chelsea, they they have a long way to go, Abi. Um, they don't know your strongest. They don't know their strongest lineup yet. And um, you know probably Edward Mendy coming in and 
the likeliness of one more signing maybe um like uh, there's there's a lot to be done at Chelsea uh you know a, a lot of gelling to do um and Frank Lampard if he can find the you know if he can find the best 11 or, or can get the team clicking as soon as possible that will you know set them up for a great season but listen Timo Werner is is a great positive for that side but they they, they got a long way to go haven't they yeah, uh, I mean, just watching today's game, I, I didn't even realize Guy Harvard was starting uh, for probably for ne- for the first 30 minutes. I mean, he was non-existent in that game. So Lampard definitely has to figure out the way to, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he's a big big time signing. He he's someone who can create the uh, create chances with the ball. So he he needs to figure it out a way to give. How was the ball? Make Warner the run, and also you know definitely the Edison and Pulisic will. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, definitely. They, they definitely need Pulisic back um, because he he was their best player uh, towards the end of the season. So, anyways, moving on to the other team that qualified for the Champions League last season, uh, your favorite uh, Manchester United derby. Uh, they were in Sambles yesterday, weren't they, or, or the day before? Um, absolutely uh, hammered by Crystal Palace and and. You know, Crystal Palace absolutely deserved their three points, didn't they? Yeah, I think that might be might be the saddest and quietest 90 minutes of me watching a United game. It was it was dreadful from the kickoff. I've never seen a bar that silent while watching a United play. Um, it just we just got our ass handed back to us. And it felt like you guys were obviously you guys were disappointed, but it didn't feel like it wasn't coming, you know what I mean? You guys felt that it, it was it was coming somewhere down the line. Uh, it yeah. was something not unexpected. No, not definitely not the first game, and especially Crystal Palace won last year as well at Old Trafford, so there was an extra motivation to beat them. But you know, we lost. I mean, it's it's not it's not the top eleven. It's the board. I mean, you can see these uh, this re- these results coming in. Uh, Right after the uh, right after the season was ended last season, uh, yes, we need some signing and yeah. Definitely uh, new signings, Obi. I mean, you could blame all all all, all the options and 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 whatnot, but the players that were on the field, they were making mistakes and and they, they weren't playing hard. They just weren't. Oh no, hard. they were. I mean, I was putting more effort into drinking my uh, Guinness, uh, uh, as my more than the players were on the pitch. So, uh, but you know what? I think so. Uh, Ole and uh, the players were pretty much high-fiving in the locker room after they were uh, they finished the game because uh, that was just a message to the board. Hey, look at look at the team we got. So get yeah. us some players. Like I said, I mean, you can blame all all, all you like. Definitely, I I agree. Uh, you guys need signings, but as long as I mean, you keep on blaming like the, the players that haven't arrived because of the board and stuff. But you know, players playing for that badge for Manchester United, the club that is. The history that that it has, no way you're not gonna give 100% with that club. It's just uh, symbolic for, from from their perspective. So I think we all can agree that uh, time to dip into the market for United. Uh, still got I think couple weeks more left in in uh, the transfer window. So Ole has his work cut out. Uh, is already under pressure. Uh, not that he wasn't already. Um, so time to dip into the market and then see what they can purchase. So I believe. Alex Tejas is coming, and uh, Jordan Sancho is a must, and I, I, uh, I just have a feeling he's here. Yeah, I, I do not care at this point if Jordan Sancho costs 150. I yeah, definitely just, don't. Just yeah, I mean, you know, with all the signings that uh-huh. are coming into the, you know, looking into other Premier League teams, uh-huh. yeah, just go get him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Just go get him, and um, Dio Pimicano as well. Get him, because Lindelof was abysmal today, so why not spend 60, 70? Because you all have spent already 80 on Maguire. So why don't you get Pomicano? He's already a, an established star. He's there for the taking. Anyways, talking about big signings, you know Tottenham, what Tottenham did. They had no new acquisitions for like all whole summer. I mean, except for Doherty and uh, um, you know uninspiring Hoybier. Um, all of a sudden, they have two big massive signings from Real Madrid and plus a certain... Uh, American in Alex Morgan. What a marquee signing, Abi. Yeah, I mean, Gareth Bale signing. I, I, I don't know. Well, based on the last game, the way 
sports just you know completely dismantled uh what was it Southampton yeah mm-hmm. so I mean you know it's it's exciting in a way but I'm not sure if you know further down the road if Gareth Bale would want to you know play as a as a left back because you know it's the Mourinho system so I don't know yeah right but wait did you watch the game today the sports and Southampton game yeah mm. did you watch just the highlights or the actual game no I was well the game was in the background i was taking a nap so every time there was a goal i was waking up to watch but you i i i don't think you was the first time probably because southampton were dominating and i don't know For how sure. i don't know how you know, uh, you know uh, tottenham got out, got out of jail today i mean it scores the box score looks like a um, i don't know flattering scoreline because uh, it could have been easily 5-5 or even southampton's favor um, they were dominating. I just don't know how they they got back uh, without winning. But uh, as far as Tottenham goes, uh, Son definitely bailed them out. Uh, talking about Bale, who is out till end of October, so they will still have to wait the uh, wait for the return of Bale. Um, and also a personal masterclass in my fantasy Premier uh, Premier League lineup. Uh, I replaced uh, Son with uh, Bruno Fernandes this week. Oh, great, great work. As always, how about Thank your other fantasy? Uh, NFL. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I want today. I think. <laughs> yeah, I should without, be. Uh, without uh, scoring uh, even 80 or 90, you yeah, were, right? 90 Something. points. But yeah, the other guy had Barkley and all those guys. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I saw the other guy had uh, dismal performance from from his guys, so it just, was an easy. Just job. like I had in week one, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't complain. I, I got two wins out of two, so. Yeah, that's how it works in fantasy. Yeah. Um, talking about uh, other Premier League games elsewhere, it was the same scoreline uh, at Goodison where uh, a certain Hamis-inspired Everton who dismantled a poor West Brom. Let's be honest, uh, it's it's true early in the game, early in the season rather, uh, two games, but uh, Everton just looked like a different proposition, don't they? Yeah, every time they're they are going forward, it just feels like they're going to score. That's yeah, they're I running riots, yeah. With Rodriguez, you know, just, uh, you know, right in the midfield. And, you know, when you add Sigerson and then you got Tigny coming uh, from the uh, from the left-hand side and then you got Calvert and then Richardson and all these guys. I mean, it feels like they might just score again and again. But the problem, again, is the defense. Uh, Michael Keane and, uh, of course, uh, Pickford, uh, you know, uh, he hasn't been tested yet properly. So, and when he when he had a chance, he considered three goals. So, uh, you know, the problem is still with the defense. But again, I think it was true. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's quite culpable at times. So, moving on, uh, there, there there were quite a few seven goal thrillers this this week. Uh, lots of goals. I think 38 in total, and we still haven't had uh, two games. Uh, so I think 38 yeah. games out of eight big high every scoring game, encounters. Yeah, every game uh, this week uh, weekend went over two and a half goal. I know mm-hmm. that because I had parted with a bunch of teams, mm-hmm. except Chelsea and Liverpool. Can you imagine, out of all the teams, Chelsea and Liverpool played a 2 nil game? See, didn't I tell you, it, like, both teams were going to be cautious and it wouldn't be a high-scoring encounter? Compa- ruined, on, on, like, ruined my party, man. Yeah. So, you know, talking about seven-goal thrillers, uh, Leeds United won, um, won against Fulham. That was a cracker. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch every Leeds game. Because it's entertaining, to say the least. I mean, to to watch the hairstyle or the game? Game, hairstyle, Bielsa walking. Do you see Bielsa moving gingerly? It kind of reminds me of... Uh, you know who uh, Bielsa reminds me of? Uh, Andy Reid, in a way. <laughs> Andy Reid. Just, just, just the way he walks, like gingerly. I don't think and so. Andy Reid is that fierce as that guy. So, yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, different propositions. I mean, I different. How about that? Always angry. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's true. Yeah, that's true too. But anyways, uh, elsewhere, uh, we figured out Newcastle will. Uh, Newcastle are still poor, despite winning comprehensively at home last week. They were dropped at home by Brighton this week. You know. I think Newcastle got lucky. Just I, I feel like uh, Brighton just came firing in all cylinders in the first ten minutes, and they got two goals. Mm-hmm. Right, right there, and after that, after that, it was just, uh, you know, 
bang out average performance from both of the either either of the teams. And, and how just, people, yeah, it, it's just like one of those uh, Premier League mid table or lower mid table classes where one team cancels another and then looks like a, a proper top team for a week and then just goes back down like a yo-yo. So elsewhere, uh, we forgot about Arsenal. Uh, they won. Barely, uh, with Eddie and Katia scoring uh, at at the, I think final, I think mm-hmm. like few minutes against. Uh, it was fairly, 84th, I think. Yeah. Yeah, against uh, against a fairly motivated West Ham side. Uh, great performance by West Ham uh, compared to what uh, how they were last week against Newcastle, and uh, they actually deserved a point, at least a point, because they were. Just, yeah. Go ahead. Especially that, uh, you know, Antonio had a chance to uh, uh-huh. put uh, West Ham in front. And, I mean, that's, you know, that's the mentality of a small team and a big team. I mean, you got to take your chances when you're, indeed, uh, indeed. Uh, uh, when it's uh, when it's there. And West Ham should be, you know, a little hard on by the drop. But, oh, I mean, uh, with the defeat, but uh, a draw would have been a fair result for West oh, Ham. Draw for would, yeah, draw would have been definitely a fairer result. And uh, it doesn't get any better for West Ham because I think they're playing the likes of Man City, United, Tottenham and all these teams like next few weeks. So I don't think where a, a point is coming from for them. Um, uh, they will win against United. Well, perhaps. Um, yeah. There's still one more game uh, to go uh, at, at this time of recording. Uh, Wolves and Man City. They haven't. City haven't started their campaign yet. Uh, Aston Villa and Sheffield as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, they're yet to play. Aston Villa haven't played yet. Fresh off of a new contract for their captain and star talisman, Jack Grealish. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's the right move, uh, move for him. I feel like he should have gone to a bigger club. Just yes, yes and no. I think uh, it's a move by club to secure him for this season, but they have negotiated a deal where they will let him go next year um, if a suitable deal comes in. That's that's how it works for these yeah. players. But you know, I mean, he's not getting any younger, so yeah, I don't know how. that's true. This 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 year could have been a could have been a good move for him. Yeah. You know? uh, but there's this he he'll be the main man at at Aston Villa, so you know his his hometown club and and and, and whatnot. So, anyways, uh, last but not the least, how can we forget Leicester City? They all they always remind us as as if we, if we forget that uh, last season was uh, not a fluke. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think they started the game really slow. The first half was, uh, I would say, a draw, 1-1. Mm-hmm. But again, it, you know, it, when you see Leicester 4-2, you expect Jimmy Vardy to score some goals. And obviously, you, I mean, you, uh, Jimmy Vardy is the main guy or, you know, whatnot. But it just tells you, I mean, they can punish you from all different positions. Uh, it doesn't, Jimmy Vardy doesn't even have to be the best uh, player on the team. Uh, I mean, they can uh, punish from you uh, from all the positions. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. Jamie Vardy isn't isn't the focal. Of course, he's the focal point, but there's much more to this team than uh, Jamie Vardy. Uh, Madison hasn't even been back to the starting eleven yet because of injury, yeah. so a, a, a lot to improve for that side. They always, you know, seem to make quick, uh, you know, transitions as far as players ins and outs. They they get proper replacements. That's what they do every time. Recycle. Uh, that's all for Premier League. Uh, a great weekend again. Fun weekend. Lots of goals, lots of thrills, spills, and and, and much more. Uh, you know, quality signings coming in. Abi, two more weeks to go. You know, quality being added to the Premier League. It, it never stops. Uh, we'll definitely get into previewing some of those next week's games. Uh, Arsenal playing, I think, away at Champions Liverpool. It, it's going to be, uh, I think, uh, still a good game uh, for, for yeah. all the neutrals. Uh, Liverpool are expected to win, but since um, Arsenal defeated them at Emirates last season, uh, Liverpool have some point to prove. That's all for Premier League. Now let's move on to the NFL. Uh, the National Football League had quite a day today. Uh, we, um, a lot of injuries. Um, we'll definitely talk about injuries first, but first, all the good sides. Where better to start off than Arlington itself, Avi? Uh, there was early Thanksgiving fumble party for Falcons today. Uh, four fam- fumbles, Avi. I've never seen this kind of samples. Uh, absolute samples here. Uh, no freaking way there. There's like four fumbles, I think, in the first half itself from the Cowboys. What on earth were they doing? <laughs> uh, you know, it was it was a tape of two tails. 
the first half belonged to the Falcons and the second half belonged to the Cowboys. Uh, the fumbles, I don't get it. Like, he, Cowboys probably one of, you know, is he one of the best ball handlers and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and most reliable players out and there. And Falcons, that defense is not good. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> not at all. And, and to see Cowboys just, you know, crumbling in the first half at AT&T Stadium was just... That's just self-sock, self-socking. And it's just like one, the other guys wanted to imitate the other guy because it was Zeke fumbling one time. It was Dalton Schultz fumbling. And then it was uh, uh, the quarterback himself, Dak Prescott. So it was just competing against each other. And <laughs> at one point, they were looking like they're going to be at double digits. But luckily, you know, things change. And... Uh, you know, Obi Falcons are doing what they do best. Choke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, when they were up 20, 20 zip, I mean, 20, uh, what was it? 39, 30, 30, 39, 9, 20 or something like that. Yeah, something, I mean, something around that, yeah. Uh, there was no way I would have predicted Falcons was going to lose, lose this, this game. And especially when there was one minute remaining mm-hmm. and you had a chance. You had a chance. To, I mean, you, all you had to do is just recover the onside and you're good. Listen. Uh, I, I have no idea what. I mean, probably one of the most creative onside kick you know, we have seen in oh, a yeah. long time. Most ridiculous online kicks, uh, I mean, onside kicks I've ever seen uh, in in my short NFL uh, watching career. Jordan, man, just amazing. Uh, how how they recovered that ball is just beyond me. Because at one point I had already given up towards the end of fourth quarter. Um, at that one point when we were 15 points down and we scored a touchdown, we went for two. I was like, why you go for two? Because you're already making it a, a three-position game if you miss it, as compared to get a, a point after and make it an eight-point game, which is still a two-position, I mean, uh, still a one-position game. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get, like, all the choices there. They were just making stupid decisions. But uh, luckily, we got out of jail, Abhi. Uh, that, that's the bottom line. Because yep. 0-2, losing against Falcons, losing against Ram, all being said, uh, with no disrespect, the season would have been over because tough games are coming up against Baltimore, against uh, you know like Seahawks, uh, Seahawks and, and and all. You know it, it, it was already season over at some point, but luckily well, hey, we, we I mean come on, time. man! I mean you're playing with Eagles and Washington. What do you mean it's yeah, season? That over? that that's true, but I, I wasn't taking them into equation. I, I I didn't realize they were gonna lose, but because I, my focus was totally on Cowboys today and. You know, I, I didn't keep up with the other results, and everyone else lost. Well, even the even Washington, let's say Washington won that game. It's not like they were going to go unbeaten, or it's not like I was 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 not going to beat Washington when they play against each other. Yeah, yeah, but you know how we are. You know, under under pressure, we we just give up. Yeah, well, you know what? Kudos to you guys. You, I mean. Uh, it, it was probably one of the uh, weirdest results for me, especially after the halftime, uh, when I was like, "All right, uh, done and dusted, let's go, move on." And it, then at the end, with this guy was win, I was like, "What the hell just happened?" <laughs> it's Tony Tony after all, man. Obinas even uh, complimenting our team. That's 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 a newbie. Yeah. Anyways, man, um, Atlanta. I have to say, most I mean, the worst worst performing defense ever. Like despite being not too bad on on paper, at least. As a symbols, and then uh, Julio Jones. Did you see the 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 miscats? I mean, the cats he missed. That was not Julio Jones. Uh, uh, I mean, you can convince me that it was Julio Jones running on the field, but it, it looked like uh, a ghost of Julio Jones. That he yeah. he he. That's not <laughs> something Julio Jones would do. Dropping catches uh-huh. as easy as that. I mean, uh, it might be because Julio Jones knew uh, of he got got. Got me in my fantasy. That's why, you know, uh, he just wanted to uh, uh, drop the points for me. Yeah, and uh, to be fair to him, he he was injured. But they, they, I mean, you can make any excuses for for that guy. I mean, top receiver in the, in the league. Anyways, yeah, and moving and, on. And because of him, uh, Calvin Ridley gets benefit out of it. Oh yeah, I mean that's it, that's good for me because I have Ridley in my fantasy. So so you so you are, were you cheering on when Ridley got touchdown? Actually no. For me, my team comes first. I I, I don't mind losing in fantasy if my team wins. Uh, enough, man. No. Li- so listen, I was watching uh watching football. I mean, Cowboys football with my friend Lonzo, and he 
you know, he I was playing against him in, in fantasy and he had Zeke Elliott. So I had I had Ridley. So if Z, uh, Elliott makes a touchdown, it was bad for me. But I didn't it didn't matter for me as long as Cowboys won. But uh, and anyways, Cowboys won and I won as well. So it was it was a double delight. So anyways, I'll be uh, you know, uh, last Thursday, Joe Burrow, you know, despite not winning the game, he had a pretty good performance, right? And he made sure he's football ready or pro football ready. And looks like so is Justin Herbert. He came into the fire line today. Uh, he had to replace, I mean, replace the other quarterback. Um, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor because of some chest, injury, chest yeah, pain, chest chest pain or something. And uh, he was forced into the into the starting uh, lineup. And what happens next? First drive, a rushing touchdown, right, Abi? And here's my trivia before I get into Justin Herbert. When was the uh, when was the last time a Chargers quarterback got a rushing touchdown or he scored a rushing touchdown? Just give me a year. 2017. We'll find out later in the show, okay? It's it's I, th- I think it's beyond that, not just 17. It's it's an incredible stat, but Herbert just broke that like in in his first drive. Anyways, how good was Justin Herbert? I mean, didn't I tell you like, uh, when we did the Chargers uh, review? Mm-hmm. That guy looks like a quarterback to me. I yeah, mean, he does. He does. Uh, after Shaquan Bartley, uh, Justin Herbert is definitely the guy uh, I'm looking after. You see, this, see the headband um, a guy going on today. Uh, yep, there you go. <laughs> I just need to blonde my hair and I, I'm, I'm ready for it. Yeah, he he definitely looks like uh, he's ready for the NFL. Um, I mean, although it was, it was a defeat at at the hands of champions, defending champions, no same in that at all, right? Going to overtime. Uh, you know what? Uh, as I mean, as good Justin was the whole game, but you cannot take 10 minutes off the clock in the fourth quarter and just get a field goal out of it. That's true. That, 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 that was poor game management, wasn't it? Well, no, no. The, the final three play calls that they did at the end zone, that was the bad choice. I mean, taking the time off was great. I mean, in order to yeah, win the game against Kansas, Kansas to, was yeah. not uh-huh. to give them the ball back. But yeah. that... You you have to come up with a touchdown. Uh-huh. You cannot just go and uh, score a field goal and let uh, Mahomes uh, uh, drive the ball thing. again. Do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I was just watching the highlights and and for me both the quarterbacks look great and uh, you know if he if he doesn't strike if he didn't strike fear to Patrick Mahomes already he's looking more and more composed. He's not taking much risk and and he's getting it done pretty easily, right, Abi? Well, Mahomes was pretty bad in the first half. He, he was awful. I mean, he had. Uh-huh. He, I think he only had 60 yards. I mean, of course, he didn't have any interception, but he got sacked by uh, uh-huh. Bosa. But at the second half, you know, he he got those guys, Tyreek Hill, who is a home run guy. So all you need is just one play, and bam, you're right in the game. Yeah, exactly. And the uh, thing with Mahomes is he will have spells where he goes under the cost, and then all of a sudden, you can't, you can't keep him tight uh, for all four quarters. He's just going to come at you right uh, you know towards the end of the game if, if he has has a bad start anyways uh more than Mahomes it was uh the limelight was on Harrison Butker today he was as cool as a cucumber wasn't it I think he's uh, he kicked three field uh, three game winning field goal that uh, after you know the penalty and well it wasn't a penalty it was a uh, a timeout from from both sides so and it was uh, a penalty too yeah, one of them was penalty. I think yeah, yeah. five yards. One was of them was penalty yeah. and one of them was icing on the kicker. So yeah. yeah, and also you know Chargers. I mean, you 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 went to overtime, you got the ball, and again you had to punt it. So uh, I mean, as much as I want to compliment Mahomes for winning that game, Chargers kind of blew it off. Mm-hmm. Chargers, yeah. So anyways, moving on. Uh, they they don't have their old veteran uh, veteran uh, quarterback. Uh, who is at Indianapolis Colts now, and he finally delivered the win, uh, Philip Rivers, today. Uh, yeah, dude, I was shocked, man. I was shocked to see Minnesota underdog just because I, I do believe Minnesota was a better team ahead of the season. Oh, yeah. Um, and when I was checking the money line, it was Minnesota plus 135. I was like, what? Against Indianapolis Colts? Against Philip Rivers? And then when you watch the game, Kirk Cousin, three interception, 70 yards in the first half. I mean, what? 
for Minnesota Vikings. Come on, man. I mean, yeah, that's that's not how uh, I view the franchise Minnesota Vikings. I think they're much stronger than that. Uh, let's give them a couple more weeks. Anyways, uh, you know, Minnesota Vikings, they lost against Aaron Rodgers, uh, their arc rival, um, and the Green Bay Packers, whose quarterback are, are the old guard himself, Aaron Rodgers. Him and Russell Wilson, off to hot starts. Early MVP candidates, Hobby? Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I think he's just flying under the radar with everything going on outside. I mean, he just... Yeah. I mean, he, he, you know, he has set the bar so high for himself that even with performance in the week one or week two, you know, the headline is not like, oh, Aaron Rodgers delivers again. No, it's it's Aaron it's Jones, right. two touchdowns. I mean, uh-huh. Rodgers is getting three touchdowns. I think today was two touchdowns or three. Mm-hmm. 42 points and week one I think it was more than 45 points yeah so you know he's yes. playing like he's playing in an MVP level but it's just he's so good that we we don't even talk about it mm-hmm. it's, it's just you know I'm not trying trying to compare him to Messi but Messi and Ronaldo we expect them to deliver every day so it's not a surprise when they deliver the goods similar to Aaron Rodgers we're not surprised when he passes for like we, today he had 240 yards and then 240 yards uh, through air and two touchdowns. Yeah. Um, but it looked way more uh, comprehensive th- th- than the actual so, numbers. Yeah, so comfortable with the ball mm-hmm. and the offense. I mean, he, even with Devante Adams, he, who was uh, who did not play majority of the second half, mm-hmm. but still he manages to find those you know skill uh, skill guys just enough to uh, uh, be productive with him. And talking about the other MVP candidate already, uh, Russell Wilson. I, I can't praise this guy enough. He was just—he he was unstoppable today. Except, I mean, that interception wasn't on him, was it? Really? Oh no, it was—you know—I mean, it was just one of those plays that mm-hmm. it just gets tipped on. The defender just is perfectly placed right under the ball, mm-hmm. and there is no one uh, to block it. So yeah, I wouldn't put anything on Russell Wilson but of course this is going to reflect on the on the box numbers score. But, but listen five touchdowns five star performance spectacular easy you and i think he had more i think he had more than 50 yard rushing as well on top of that so mm-hmm. um, you know you can talk about the game management the driver or i don't know what you want to call Russell Wilson for it but i mean he's always been the most consistent and trusted quarterback in the league yeah definitely and and he showed why he's he's the front runner yet again but terrific man about cam newton the superman oh yeah that too he's I mean, he's, as much, he's back yeah i mean as, as much as uh you know russell wilson was so good with the ball i mean cam newton three for 370 something yards today mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and touchdown a couple of rushing touchdown uh, and one passing touchdown, uh, I think. So yeah, and and he doesn't have weapons. I think he's getting there. I mean, Edelman still had one of his. Uh, he has his best game in his best career. Game, uh, in as his far career. as goes. And then he got a young wide receiver core with uh, Harry and uh, uh-huh. Hyde, or uh, I or, think he needs a decent tight end uh, yeah. uh, in his team. And then also, you know, James White mm, with his uh, tragic incident, he was tragic out. Sony Michel, Sony Michel, he just did enough to get the ball running. But I mean, Cam, uh, New England, man, it looks exciting. It's not boring like it was. It definitely uh, does. And good thing for all Patriots fans, although he he couldn't get that to the end zone last, uh, you know, game-winning field. I mean, drive. But listen, overall, Patriot fans impressed. You know, uh, yeah. fantastic performance from uh, from the former MVP, and he looks like his former. I mean, his old self and. He had so much time in his pocket too. I mean, they're they're giving him uh, enough time in the pocket as well. So good protection, pass protection from from him. So it it going forward, it it really looks good uh, for the Patriots. Yeah, I think the the only disappointing part of uh, uh, about that game was, I think Cam Newton they called the most obvious play on the final on the on the on the final goal line. I mean, yeah, everyone knew. Cam was gonna run, but I just uh-huh. I was just surprised that it wasn't a bit you know tricky. You know mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying it was just a straight HP drive into the mm-hmm. post. I was expecting a bit of a, a trick from Josh McDaniel and Cam Newton, but yeah, yeah, that 
But I think I think they returned the favor to Seahawks, who made a you know less than convincing play uh, in, in the previous drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea why they went for a, a, a pass play when he was uh, thought and one. Uh, yeah, could, could have been a lot Ridiculous, of time there. Yeah. Ridiculous. As far as Seattle goes, next week they're gonna play host to Dallas Cowboys, right? Uh, it's gonna be an, another interesting game uh, for for Dallas Cowboys as well. And uh, how about them? The Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? I mean, I'm, I'm lost for words. Oh, what a game. We already discussed like that. And uh, today, Dak Prescott threw for excess of 400 yards. Anything to notice or, or same old Dak? Didn't he become the first quarterback in the league to throw 400 yards and rush and, for three touchdowns? Yeah, rush for three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, as a fantasy owner, I'm pretty mad about it just because he, he didn't hand off the ball to Ezekiel. Uh, if, if, someone who had Zeke in their fantasy, but mm-hmm. Dak decided to go on his own. And and wasn't he replaced at some point by Andy Dalton because of, uh, yeah. of injury, I think? Because yeah, he was I taken think... in a blue tent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Quick, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, um, I think, I mean, we did talk about Cowboys being, you know, the most uh, aggressive young side uh-huh. in the league. And, this performance is uh, probably gonna it just sets the tone for the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like we're not gonna back down. I mean, no matter even if we're down down 19 and bang, uh, and also a little bit of credit to uh, your coach, uh, your play caller, finally <laughs> McCarthy for getting some uh, you know right Take calls. Something the, right. Yeah, something right. Except that uh, two point play, but <laughs> uh, apart from that, yeah, I mean. Cowboys, I think they should be able to get, uh, win the division again. Yeah, uh, definitely. They need to be winning the division and it boards well for them as Philly go 0-2 for the first time since 2015. Um, and uh, the football team, the football team win, losing as well today and so did Giants, Giants doing Giants thing. Fuck um, man. Yeah, let's let's talk about the injuries. Second Barkley, uh, they're fearing uh, it's a uh, he has damaged his uh, Achilles, or not not Achilles, ACL. Torn ACL, yeah. Anterior cruciate ligament and it's such a it's, such a big blow because he's their uh, you know marquee uh, running back or, or marquee player besides uh, Jones. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. Jones is a running back as well. Uh, I, I, I said a uh, marquee player besides Jones. No, no. I mean, Jones rushed for. Uh, I mean, he, he rushes probably more than 50 yards in each game. So oh, uh, you, you can, you know, he's he's like Josh Allen, Josh Allen kind of. Uh, well, uh, I, I, I don't think I don't think it's by by purpose. It's by force in, in a way because he doesn't have that pass protection, so he needs to run most of the times. That's that's what I think. Yeah, I mean, every time the play is dead or uh, uh, nothing is wide open, you you just gotta run for it. That's and you know Daniel just gotta prove to the Giants that he's there to play. So he gotta make those uh, 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 risky runs uh, right down the middle in the uh, middle of the field. And but to again, be fair, to be fair, he he looks like a decent quarterback. It's just they don't have uh, much uh, you know pass protection for him, and then then weapons as well. Um, but anyways, Cowboys, I mean. Future looking good for them because all of the other teams stink as always in NFC East. Yeah. And uh, let's let's focus on the injuries, Abi. Today NFL was decimated by injuries. Let me go yeah. through all the injury injuries from today. Go on. Bosa, Nick Bosa. I think they're they're fearing he damaged his ACL as well. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, we mentioned second Bartley. Uh, San Francisco is the hardest hit so far. Uh, George Kittle, who I had in fantasy as well, he's gone for a couple of weeks. Uh, they've they've got uh, Jimmy G got injured as well. Uh, hopefully the knee isn't that bad, or the mm-hmm. ankle it was you know, uh, eventually. There uh, another defensive player, Solomon Thomas, got injured, and their star running back Raheem Mostert got injured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, didn't he had a touchdown in the very first play game again? Uh, and yeah. after after the first half, I think he's done for the season as well. <laughs> and 
the list doesn't doesn't end there, Robbie. Uh, Richard Sermon and Debo Samuel are both out for San Francisco. So uh, the Carl uh, Sanahan and his ro- has to really dig deep into into the roster this year. They are. I don't think they are going to be the same team from last year just because of injuries alone. They're hard hit. Anyways, elsewhere, Tyron Smith for the Cowboys. Uh, he, he didn't play today. He got injured, and that showed, definitely. Um, and we already mentioned Michael Thomas got injured. Um, so many players injured. Did I miss anyone? Anyone else? Yeah, you missed Mike Waterback. Drew uh, Lock. He's gone. He's gone for two or three, two, three weeks, I yeah. think. Yeah, what happened? I was like, I was looking at the numbers and I saw uh, Driscoll, Driscoll or something. I was like, I mean, he did all right. He 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 yeah, came. He, he did all right. Bad. Yeah, not bad at all. But uh, Drew Lock, yeah, shoulder injury. He's gone. Uh, Cotton Sutton. He was supposed to be active. Then again, uh, after you know, uh, uh, a reevaluation, he he mm-hmm. was left out. So he's gonna be out for another week, I think. Oh. Uh, and so and says, is, is that is that his throwing shoulder, um, Drew Locks? Yeah. Oh, that that, that that's that's pretty bad. So I, that that looks pretty bad for NFL as well. I did we didn't we discuss this uh, during our preview sessions where you know we don't have OTAs, we don't have uh, you know extended OTAs, practice sessions, and then preseason and all that, and it's gonna eventually hamper in terms of injuries and all. It it's really happening, and hopefully it it ends here and not much. Happy. We forgot Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey as well, yeah. He, he'll have his scan soon. So many injuries. Let's move on, Avi. Uh, we got not much time left. Um, so now next segment is what did you learn that you didn't know? Quick, just give me a one-liner, okay? Dak Prescott. Um, he can run. Didn't we know that already, though? Uh, Cam Newton? The Superman. We knew that already, too. NFC East? Uh, mediocre. We already knew that too. Cardinals might win the division. Yeah, that we didn't know. How about Trubisky? Uh, bottom half quarterback. <laughs> you know, the bottom five. Already. Bottom yeah. five. Let's do bottom five. That was a given. I, I didn't think you understood our segment. What did you learn that we didn't know? But anyways, next week we'll expect better. So, anyways, another segment: overrated or underrated, or just okay. Just give me one. Um, this time for receiving core, okay? Quick, Mike Evans. Underrated. Underrated for me as well. DK Metcalf. Underrated because he usually the best cornerback uh, guards him. So and and he still gets a chunk of yards and mm-hmm. a touchdown okay. every game. Yeah. His his belt. He's built like a Titan and, and runs like a wide receiver. It's complete package. Michael Thomas. Overrated. I knew that was coming from, from you. In a way, he is. Tyler Lockett. Massively underrated. Massively underrated, man. He's he's so good. Like Every time I watch him, he's, he looks skinny. He's not really built, but then again, he does he, his I mean, job. He just clicks with Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, there's a chemistry. Allen Robinson, the third. Just okay. Yeah, just okay. He, he might be better if he had a better quarterback. Yeah. How about Juju Smith, Susser? He's just okay. Uh, I, I, mean, I, I think he's overrated. I, just, over, I mean, he's, yeah, well. I, I, I like the guy. I mean, what he does off the field as well, who you see on uh, social media platforms going out to the public and community. But as far as receiving goes, he hasn't really performed since Antonio Brown left and uh, how about Stefan Dix? Stefan Dix, uh, I think just okay. Just I mean, okay. he's yeah. He, I mean, he had one miracle play. He'll remember for the rest of his life. But uh, other than that, I think he has just been. Yeah. So that's all for my questions. Are we uh, have you made your fantasy lineup? Yeah. Or... No, I got it. Uh, I mean. You know, with all the injuries, I, we didn't have the greatest of stats this week in the fantasy. True. It was a, it was a pretty low-scoring encounter, and no, it was I very mean, unexpected. It was high-scoring games, but low-scoring stats individually for all the players around. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's what I meant. And it was really unexpected. Like, all the most of the bench players scored high, and starters didn't really score. So it was, like, 
very unexpected and and it was abnormal yeah Let, let's let's go ahead who, well who again it's not it's not it's not fantasy it's it's you know my view of it so yeah, quarterback, you're, you're a mixer of uh, fantasy yeah. as well as your eyes quarterback of course russell wilson russell wilson 5 td against bill belichick who has ever done that right running We're back that defense yeah running back aaron jones from yep. green bay 44 I think 43 44 points fantasy wise 45 yeah 45 That's points insane and another running back we got to go all the way back to Thursday night football Nick Chubb Nick Chubb on a 24 yards two touchdowns and you know you can throw in uh, Cody Hunt in there as well cuz uh, yeah. he had two touchdowns in that game too yeah uh I'm glad I have him in fantasy yeah wide receiver this might be a little surprising but again the career high guy Julian Edelman, Edelman. 179 yards didn't get a TD but kept you know New England in the game mm-hmm. and another wide receiver we just mentioned just okay Stefan Diggs that's because like I said I mean we didn't have the greatest of you know stats from uh, all these star players so Stefan uh-huh. Diggs only 53 yard one touchdown against uh, uh, a good Miami team Thailand I have to give it to Mike uh, Gesicki. Gesicki? Uh, uh, yeah, Gesicki. Mm-hmm. Under 30 yards as a tight end. I mean, that's as more a than... Titan. Yeah, he, I think he was the third highest uh, receiving uh, 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 receiver in the whole league. In the whole as league. As a tight end. Yeah, and I got a touchdown to show for it. Uh, in the flex, I got to give it to our guy, you know, the <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Fournette, yeah. The one who didn't reply our DM. Oh yeah, he actually saw our, uh, our text or our story. We we tagged him in his story and he he didn't reply. But good for him, man. I'm I'm happy. I have him in in my fantasy as well. I I picked him and uh, yeah. he's he's doing surprisingly well. I mean, you know, uh, I, I knew I, I knew it was gonna take time, but uh, I didn't know it was this fast. Yeah, describing number two, 103 yards and two touchdowns uh, uh-huh. in the game. I think and he'll be become our RB one soon. Yeah, definitely. And defense, there was no defense played in in this week. But <laughs> how about Ravens? Exactly. That's why I got Ravens because just because they hold Texans to 16 points and that's it. I mean, it's not you know there wasn't much of a fumble, interception, pick six, and all that. But yeah, Baltimore just did enough against Watson and I think Watson faced his first uh, uh, 0-2 defeat by losing more than uh, 16 points and they both came uh, came from Lamar Jackson it's pretty bad pretty bad indeed that's all Uh, but guess what though next week what's happening next week Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes oh is it Monday night uh, I I can't wait for that game. It's gonna be a fabulous game. Is it at Baltimore or or Kansas? I don't know yet, but it should be. Well, they both played away, so I'm not sure what direction they are fl- flying in. So, I mean, does it even matter? It's all uh, yeah, it now. So. It's it's at Ravens, so it's gonna be a fascinating game. I mean. Whoever wins will will have momentum, but it's. It won't mean much because you know both these teams are so strong and and both are AFC favorites. So you know, I mean, on, it, it might most likely be a matchup of the AFC Championship for this uh, this year. Definitely a, a quick preview of that AFC Championships. On that note, Avi, um, uh, let's let's reveal the trivia, shall we? Oh yeah. Well, I said 2017, and you just went out and said it's way beyond. So let me just go 207. Just a decade forward, uh, a backward. Yeah, decade backward, but let's just get a not a exact average, but somewhere in between of 2007 and 17. So 2011 was the last time Chargers has a, had a rushing touchdown. I, I bet it wasn't Phillips River. It was Phillips River. Oh, Phillip uh, Rivers. Back then, he what was run, I huh? saying? Did I just say Phillips River? Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was good it, though. It's, it's been a while coming, like almost 10 years. Yeah, I mean, that's what a rookie does to your team. That's what 
the rookie, um, you know, the great rookie brings in the team some sets that probably has not been, you know, broken for like forever. I mean, we I saw with Joe Burrow. Even the fastest guy, fastest quarterback on earth, Tom Brady, you know, has like scores rushing touchdowns every now and then. But Philip Rivers, man, come on. Yeah, I think he, you know, he he does his running at the at the other at the other other point of the other field. We'll see. Anything else to uh, add, Abi, for 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 today's show or today's football and and soccer both? Well, soccer is dead for me, man. I mean, Premier League is dead for me. I, I'm definitely boycotting. I, I pretty much unfollowed all the United players, so I have no 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 desire even to turn on the Premier League games. It's just for betting reason. I'll probably check the score lines, but Premier League is dead for me. Football is dead just because Broncos are one two and we're not getting healthier anytime. And on top of that, the Nuggets, man, Anthony Davis, what the hell? Just bro- I know. It literally broke my heart, bro. See, as as a neutral, I'm just sad it it's it's not going beyond four games. <laughs> Looks like it's gonna be a sweep oh, or at least five games. It's it's a sad. I was so delighted that all right, we we find. I mean, let's just get one win. I mean, four one is not bad. Yeah, but now it's not just... bad at all. One on one one. You never know, right? Quick change of momentum. But uh, going to to nothing down against this LA side, LeBron side. I don't think they have any chances coming back, but let's just you hope see, for the best. You see all those LeBron fans begging uh, uh, the league to give MVP to LeBron just because Anthony Davis saved Lakers again. Yeah, that's some BS, you know. Let's not buy into it. It just it's wacky. On on that note, uh, but on the other hand, you know, Eastern Conference finally is going pretty well. It looks like it's, it's going right down to the wire. Uh, Celtics are finally yep, back Celtics in it. Celtics all the way. Yep. Uh, that being said, that's all for today. A great weekend of sports here. Uh, like Avi mentioned, um, you know, all the thrills, spills. Of course, it was sad for Avi, but uh, but a great weekend for plenty other fans. Um, you know, plenty of injuries, unfortunately, in, in NFL. But uh, hopefully, it will be back to normal in the coming weeks. Next week, we'll have maybe the end of Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Dallas starts one nothing up, uh, and then MLB uh, with playoffs coming soon. Uh, it's it's going to be great as well. We'll have our insider as well. Uh, NFL coming into week three. Um, great uh, Florida Derby coming up when uh, Gardner Minshew faces up against the other Mustas, uh, Minka, not Minka, uh, the other Fitz, Fitzpatrick. I mean, this guy Minshew, he almost won the game again today. Yeah, didn't we? Didn't we discuss earlier? Thirty points again against, I against mean, a great Titan team. Exactly, like you know, Jacksonville reminds me of a team like they don't really care. Yeah, I mean, they're just out there. They 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 don't have nothing to lose really. So, anyways. We'll look forward to uh, seeing you guys soon. Uh, hopefully, we can do preview for next week's uh, games, um, all the Sunday games as well as Saturday games, Premier League, NFL, and a whole lot more. Till then, uh, keep, subscri- uh, keep subscribing to us or listening to us on, on our various platforms, uh, such as YouTube, as well as all audio platforms, such as Spotify, Apple, uh, Google, or, or Anchor, wherever you get your podcast from. Also, so, uh, follow us on Instagram at, at the Legion of Sports. Uh, if you have any concerns, do let us know. Till next time, goodbye. Peace.